if I can ever get into this. Um, I have done this before. Imagine if this was your first date. You can get into the bottle of champagne. You're just, just be like, like tearing at it. So, so today we're doing sect appeal. <laughs> Who doesn't love a bubble? Who doesn't love a bubble? So today, sect, German sect. So the sparkling wine of Germany, let's say. Right. All the sparkling wines of Germany. <laughs> All of them in one category. Yeah, so what is Zekt? What, what do you think of when you hear the word Zekt? I think of Henkeltrocken. I think of airplane, airplane Zekt. I think of When have you had airplane Zekt? Lufthansa or something? I guess I just like always just imagine. I think it's just those tiny bottles with the little screw cap plastic things. I don't know, it's like gas station, gas station wine. It is a gas station wine, a German gas station wine. What? Yeah. What? What? <laughs> that turned into I don't know what happened. I'm I was trying to say yes right. French, but you're like, what? Oh my god. What? What? <laughs> my language skills are failing. For those of us outside of Germany, what what is sect? Because people aren't really drinking it so much. What is sect? So here, obviously, it's widely spread, and um, and also sect anyway represents a number of different things depending on your sort of entry into it. Cheap. Like you said, gas station wine, and also also really um, special, high quality, long, well aging wines that are made to last and very very complex and interesting. But what is Zek? So <coughs> a sparkling wine that's very loosely controlled because, as we've said, it varies. And the reason why it varies so much in quality is because it's so loosely controlled. There aren't the the wine laws in place like there are in regions such as Champagne where it's very, very um, highly controlled right. in terms of what grapes you can use and the production method is very, very tightly controlled with which minimum is, aging. and Right, which is crazy considering how much regulation goes into regular German wines that it's a bit fast and loose when it comes to sex. Yeah, it's really surprising. When we look back at the history, the Zekt history, 1826 being the first year when the first Zekt production was established or the first sparkling wine house in Germany and very competitive with the Champagne region right. of France. Yeah, and we were reading earlier that there was a little bit of back and forth between the French and the Germans in terms of helping each other along. Like, was yeah, it the Germans well, would go to France? It said a lot of the Germans learn? were learning from Champagne producers and taking it back, but also you look at a lot of the Champagne houses that we even see today, right. Mum, Krug, Bollinger, they're all actually German names. Right. Um, it's very much like the British royal family. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> the, Germans the Germans are everywhere. It, yes. <laughs> the yes. Franks are on the run. Yeah. <laughs> There was obviously this um, shared knowledge bit that was crossing right. borders because totally. obviously not very far between Champagne and the Ger German wine regions right. because most of them are on the western part of the country. So that was one point. And then it was this competition of the classes in a way. Or mm. Different sparkling wines were associated right. with different classes. So the higher classes were purchasing champagne and drinking champagne because champagne was three times, four times, sometimes five times the price of a bottle of Zekt. Has anything really changed? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, in, 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 in terms of the cheapest champagne to the cheapest Zekt, you're probably right. Maybe three times difference. Right, maybe, you're, maybe two times difference now. And I think that champagne still does have a classist. People that drink champagne are... I mean, champagne is delicious. Let's not dog on no, champagne. the brand of champagne right. and what we associate with it... It's luxury. It's luxury. luxury. It's celebration. Right. It's all of those things. And I think that... We forget sometimes that other sparkling wines can be just as festive, just as delicious, and sometimes more interesting. 
if you're if you fancy trying something new with your friends sect also other french sparkling wines other sparkling wines from other regions which brings me to ask about i guess it has counterparts in other countries so what would you most compare like production wise i mean wise? I, I think carver's the closest thing because right. because in terms of this huge disparity between the cheaper end and the higher end right. and how confusing it is for the consumer for all of us that are drinking it how hard it yeah. is for us to find and separate the good to the cheap stuff if we're not just looking at price and i mean price is the main teller of it that sure. you know if you're buying a bottle of sparkling wine at six seven pounds six seven euros right. under 10 you know it's not going to be aged for a long amount of time maybe it's from a larger right. winery all of these little things um that would factor into to be able to obtain that very cheap. but i think carver is the closest thing because it's still needs a little bit of support in being right. regulated or at least um communicated of how do we separate from like, the lineup of wines that we have today which i think are three of the best german zect from three very very good german producers right. to rotkapsen that you yeah. find in every single supermarket every single spati that empty bottles over the street every weekend <laughs> You know, so um, how do we separate from that if we don't know? Right. Yeah, yeah, of course. Because there's not much regulation. There's been some sort of internal regulation, which is mm. the the Winzer, was it the... Winzerzecht. Winzerzecht. Yeah, which we're seeing now at the Christmas markets with even Glühwein. Right. Which we'll discover more next week. <laughs> but um, we see that you see Glühwein and then you see Winzer Glühwein, which is meant to be a little bit of a step up in quality. And it's usually drier as well. It's They don't add as much sugar to it funny they're just like oh the fancier you get the drier you like or maybe the wine is better you don't need to yeah, just yeah. drown it in sugar yeah, yeah true. <laughs> but i guess this vincer sect this naming of it is there the internal way that winemakers are showing that their wine is better quality mm. than the regular old sect if and i guess the only thing that's different about zect to carver if we we drew that com- well i drew that comparison between zect and carver the only thing that is different is carver always has to be made with the traditional method the champagne method whereas zect does not there's also a few different categories for zect so there's just the generic zect then there's the deutsche zect um we've seen that zect BA, which is also known yep. as Qualitätsschönwein, like quality sparkling wine. Uh, and each of them sort of get a little bit more restricted, but still, um, again, if you're not plugged into those tiny little differences in the names, how are you going to know that? Exactly. Um, but the generic Zec category, that can be for wines that are made in the same way that Prosecco is made, so tank method. Right. Uh, huge, big tanks filled with wine that then go under the second fermentation in the tank and then are bottled and probably released with no ageing on the lees. Right away. And then when we're talking about, let's call them Vince Zex, the high-quality Zex that we have today, I like to call it Zex. This is my example of what Zex should be, the good stuff. <laughs> You're like, everything else doesn't count. <laughs> All of that stuff is... Am- Im- Coca-Cola. Yeah. <laughs> Imposters. Imposter Zex that we've just talked about. And then this stuff is um, the good stuff that we're talking about. So the Zex, uh, B.A., the Qualitation Vine category, is... Um, is traditional method so champagne method which means the second fermentation happens in bottle right and we leave the dead yeast cells the lees in contact with the wine for a period of time to give it these lovely biscuity um nutty autolytic characters that you get with champagne and usually these producers would do it for a minimum of nine months as we'll see with some of the wines we're trying to it's a lot longer with some of them some of them And then in terms of grape varieties, so I think also it's a bit looser in terms of 
Yes. Creating sparkling wines here in Germany. Yes. The number one grape we'd find is Riesling. Of course, which is the queen of all grapes, I think. Yeah. At least (laughs) in this country. Yeah, at least in this country. Totally. Yeah. I think you can make a lot of delicious things with Riesling. And then the rest are the the Pinot family. (laughs) Make them sound like like some sort of uh, gangsters. So Pinot Noir, Pinot Gris, and Pinot Blanc. And of course... The Champagne Gang. The Chardonnay. Chardonnay. <laughs> My God, I want a T-shirt that says the Champagne Game on it. Like I was just looking at With pictures little of... cartoons of different characters for yes. each of the great varieties. I was just you have like... to do like a mob and call lunch, it the Champagne the Game. Bunch. Do you remember the Munch Bunch? It was like, wow. All right, off tangent. Yeah, we're waiting for that shirt now. We'll all be like, where is wow, that? Where the is the Champagne Game, game shirt? I love it. I love it. I'm going to draw on with some eyeliner, a little moustache on my face. For that. <laughs> That's Pinot Meunier. <laughs> I could tell with the way you said it. That turned that's slow. Yeah. But also to get back on track, yeah. uh, basically all the other grapes that grow in Germany can also be made into sect. Yeah. Including you, my love, Gewürztraminer. Yes. And uh, it's a shame we didn't find one today. I haven't no. encountered a Gewürztraminer sect, but I'm sure it'll be monumental when I do. So and if you're <laughs> listening, if you know of a delicious Gewürztraminer sect, leave us a comment on the Apple comments and uh, we'll track one down. And we'll talk about it for sure. <laughs> I won't stop talking about it, you know it. <laughs> Before we go on to the wines that we're about to taste, I think that's the hardest thing with with this particular sparkling wine with sect is the challenge for the consumer it's just so confusing to distinguish you know what is that stuff that's made in bulk because i'm we're talking about these different categories zect deutsche zect vince zect you know qualitative right. showline but look at the three wines that we've got here when you actually look at the front label which not many people are turning over the back label no. they all just say zect on right so what is separating this from the front label to rot's caption not very much not much so Other i guess than better packaging right the packaging's pretty <laughs> nice on all of these yeah to be this is a lot classier than the uh the old red foil and, and but that. I do I do think that if you have questions then ask the people at the wine shop you know ask mm. what their favourite one is and turn over to the back label yeah because that's with, we'll get to it as we go through the wines but some of them give you a little bit of extra information on the back I think especially with these because there is no regulation in terms of you know normally you look for certain words and that tells you what's going mm. on so with this with less regulation reading the back mm. of the bottle is going to tell you what you need to know so we are starting we're already drinking sure. right so we're just going to like neck what we've got yeah, in our glasses there might be some burps <laughs> <laughs> it's not so easy to down sparkling wine is it not it's gonna as long as it it's not like the coca-cola with mentos situation <laughs> what do you think I think, well... Oh, this is drier, though. Yeah, it's really dry. Okay, let's start with that, then. So we didn't need to neck that, but we're going to yeah. go back to <laughs> Nobody knows what was in the first glass, Gwen. We could have recovered <laughs> from that without knowing. <laughs> it's all right. I don't mind. Not tattooing tomorrow. So the wine that we have... Is? <laughs> is Ökonomira Repholz, uh, Riesling Extra Brut, obviously Zekt, 2013. 13. Yes. Yes. Coming from Fouts. All right, let's have a sniff. And this uh, this bottle in particular is very helpful if you speak German. <laughs> <laughs> because on the front it says traditionelle Flaschengärung, which means... Traditional mm, method. Yeah. I'm going to be burping a lot, so I really apologise. Don't apologise to them. I'm the one sitting opposite you. <laughs> and actually really nicely on the back, we have... Um, 
We have the little eco cert. Uh, so I actually just checked this before, but they are farming organically, if that's interesting for anyone. And it actually says <laughs> Biozect on the back. So that might be for some people a little mark of quality. Um, I would say also the fact that it says it's bottle fermentation there means, you know, that they're making traditional methods. So that would also uh, be a point of quality. I'm actually glad we're. Tra- I'm, I don't. Mm. Different. 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 Yeah. Very different. And very nicely, they've put the disgorgement date on the back, oh, or at least cool. the month. So this was disgorged in October 2017 as well. Oh. For those who want to geek out and find out when it was taken off off the lees, that's very nice. So, so four years? Yeah. We'll assume from the disgorgement date being October 2017 that it's had at least sort of three and a half years yeah. on the lees, maybe, yeah. you know, so that's... That's also why we're getting quite a rich texture, even though it's very dry. On the nose, definitely that Riesling quality. Yeah, totally. It's quite limey, actually, on the nose. Yeah, it's really it's really clean smelling, too. Yeah, it's limey. You've got, you're getting those toasty flavours, those yeasty flavours. So you're getting this lovely savouriness and a little bit of earthiness coming through. It smells like Rose's Lime Cordial on the nose. Yeah, totally. Mm. Well, that's <laughs> we once had to stop a guy. He was like... He's like, I'll take one of these. He like took a swig of the Rose's Cordial on the bar and then was like, I'll have a bottle of this. We Did like, he realise there was no alcohol in it? He was like, just smashed. <laughs> we actually had to call the cops on him because he said he was driving. You had to call the cops on him because he was just so hyperactive from all the shots. He just chugged, necked half a bottle of Rose's Lime yes, Cordial. There's a madman in the bar. He's shotting alcohol-free drinks. <laughs> He's going to like swig some Rose's Lime Cordial and then say like, oh, that's what I want. Delicious give us some of that it's one of those things where you hope you hope he's with people who love him that are around to witness the shotting of roses sadly sadly no oh no (laughs) the lone wolf (laughs) the lone limey wolf (laughs) oh my goodness this is totally something i would just drink by itself happy as a clam it's quite bracing this wine in terms of the acidity it's like when you walk out onto the beach and it's the bitter Pow. winter and just like oh but um it's really nice so i like it yeah it's got that really good acidity super dry yeah but lovely. actually quite there's still there's, there's a lot of texture right, and there's a yeah. bit of weight there which is surprising I, when i first tasted this i expected it because it was extra brute because it's got right. low levels of sugar in for an extra brute sparkling it's up to six grams per liter could be a lot less and it feels right. like it's less because it's very very dry but i think that's what's nice about yeah. riesling is even when there's hardly any sugar left you still have this feeling yeah. of sweetness because, because of, of the flavors right. yeah. so i think that's why it makes it so nice for sparkling wine that you get this super dry delicious yeah, almost exotic yes it's exactly get some, now it's been open in the glass it's warming up a little bit as well i'm getting more exotic flavors and you're mm. right it balances out this this very very high acidity i even get like a really grapey grape mm. like a clean crisp grape that you get straight out of the fridge and like chomp into it a little bit yeah do you keep your grapes in the fridge oh i love them cold and it's funny some people love their fruit cold i don't know do not their apples as well no not with apples just with grapes there's okay. certain fruit that's really nice super cold the only one i put in the fr- fridge is prickly pear i tell you it's not, not really, so common it's like I'm not gonna lie we did watch a cooking show yesterday with a prickly pear but i've never eaten one so okay. they're lovely if anyone they're wants to send me one to peel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> If you send me one, could you peel it first? Yeah. Because I don't want the little catch. In a Tupperware, I don't have to send back. Yeah. <laughs> very, very nice. Very refreshing. You're right. This would be great as an aperitif. Or, totally. Or with some really, really fresh, fresh food as well. Yeah, top, yeah. yeah. I would look at this the same way as pairing a dry Riesling that's got a bit of age on it. Right. But sometimes we get so caught up with, oh, well, it's bubbles. Oh, you can't mm. pair with this. But 
It's still a Riesling, it just happens to have bubbles. Very, very nice choice. If you want to buy it here in Berlin, you can find it at Planet Wine. I'm ready for the next one. I know the sound is so good. I think I could fall asleep listening to the sound of this. It's so foamy. <laughs> Meditative sound. Totally. Yeah. So the next one that we're on, 2013 Riesling Zecht Brut from Peter Jakob Kuhn. For English people, that's Peter <laughs> Jacob Kuhn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And this is from the Rheingau, actually. So a different region. So, and very interestingly, again, this tip of looking at the back label, you see on the back actually says that, that it says Deutsche Zecht, so it's letting you know it's that it's not... The generic Zecht. They're not bringing in grapes from other countries. Exactly. And it's grown here. Traditional, again, traditional Flaschegärung, which is, <laughs> um, you know, fermentation in the bottle, the champagne method. So another little indication of quality there just on the back label. And there is a lot number. So I'm assuming you could email the estate and just let them know and they probably tell you when it's disgorged because of that. But our lot number is 614 point. Two one. In case anyone wants to research the wine that we're drinking, and it's crazy because I think the smell is very different. It smells like pear drops. It's so like, aromatic. Oh yeah, totally. Peach, peach again, pear, citrus, and this very like um, almost smoky note yeah. in the background that I love. You could make this into a perfume and probably sell heaps of it. The first ferment is in stainless steel with mm. native yeast, so there's no added yeast at that point. It's 100% biodynamic, all of the fruit. The vineyards are biodynamic at Petty Coon, Peter Jacob Coon. <laughs> Give him a nickname now. Peter Jake, yeah. What up, Peter Pete? Coon. Peach. Yeah. <laughs> Just having a bit of Peach spark. I've never met him, so I don't know how old he is, so I don't know how appropriate it is to call him PJ. <laughs> PJ. That's what we're yeah. calling him from now on. Yeah. Until we meet him. In the you don't really need to choose sorry. a nickname. Hey. You get given those. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> really sorry I'm so PJ. sorry, Hair Coon. <laughs> So 18 months on lees, so that's 18 months aging on those uh, on those yeast cells. So and the dosage, very interestingly, is from Buren Alsalaza. So oh, really? sweet, uh, sweet riesling wine, assuming from the estate yeah. rather than just adding must unfermented grape juice. It's funny because when I the more the, and more I smell it right now, it's like smelling when you open a jar of applesauce. Mm. That like sweet. It has. It's got this very um, almost like comfy, not yeah, comfy, uh, coolie like apple coolie yeah. sort of thing. Eight grams of residual sugar. So going into the brute category here, but at the lower end of the brute category. So yeah, biodynamic Deutsche Zecht from PJ Kuhn. Very nice, aromatic, smoky. Lovely. A little bit more bubbly than the wine before yeah. as well. The mousse is um, a little bit more aggressive. The That's wine before was very, very delicate. The beads were moving fine. very slowly. Yeah. Mm. Do you think there's a generalisation on whether sects are more or less foamy than, say, champagnes? No. I think it. I mean, Similar. I think it's the same. It depends on the alcohol volume and the viscosity. Yeah, and also the, like the age of the champagne yeah, fair and how it's you know how long it's okay. aged and and uh, when it's released and yeah how long it's been on the lees. All of these different things of just like a champagne. So this would be, I think, delicious with a cheese plate with like different jams on the side. Speaking my language, like charcuterie. Mm. This would be really delicious with that. No one talks about this enough with cheese. And I think sparkling wine with cheese is absolutely incredible. Like yeah. when everybody says to Cleans me, "What your is your mother. what is your yeah. cheese and wine pairing?" I always say champagne. Yeah. <laughs> Today I'm not saying that, but I think yeah. you're right. Do you know what? Like um, like a Pont Levesque, like a washed rhine cheese yeah. or Telegio, even something with a little bit of stink. Yeah. 
I also just think that there's a cleansing thing to drinking sparkling wine while you're eating cheese. The cheese is already so mouthful. Well, it's fat. You're eating right. fat and you want so acid to cut through, yeah. clean your palate. Because you want to get try get another cheese in there. Yeah. 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 And I think with those... Get another cheese in there. <laughs> Hashtag get another Drink cheese Zect. in there. Drink Get another <laughs> cheese in there. <laughs> that's the Zect appeal. Yeah. <laughs> but I think... Oh, that's all sorts of wrong. There's <laughs> yeah. like so many ways to take that, Gwen. <laughs> oh, dear. I also think maybe there used to be a dessert at Lodenstein that I think this would work with. So that's Lodenstein is a restaurant in Berlin that does really great full course set menus that are seasonally driven and, and really well executed. And they had a dessert that was like a really not very sweet, mostly it was like yogurt, uh, and sort of not too sweet meringue, and then pear, like poached pear. This would, I think, be fine with that. There's a, their yeah. desserts tend to be... Quite, yeah, quite high in savory acid, as well, savory desserts. I think mm. that would actually be quite nice with something. Same thing, where it's the sort of cheese course of the end. Everybody underestimates going back to sparkling at the Fuck end of the yeah. meal as well. It also like keeps your night going. It wakes you back up. Yeah, exactly. You're not like, ugh, you've had a bunch of... Yeah, you're not in a red wine coma at the yeah, end. Yeah, or something super mm. sweet like a dessert wine. Not everyone mm. likes to go to the crazy sweet dessert wine. So I think going back to sparkling and then you're ready to go out after dinner. So, what are we on to next, Gwen? Oh, God, my turn to pronounce some stuff. Oh, it, oh it's our Pinot Meunier. <laughs> <laughs> Poirot is out. <laughs> Poirot is out. Friedrich Becker. Yeah, Friedrich Becker. <laughs> and uh, we have the Reserve Pinot Meunier. Who did it? Was it Freddie Becker? Was, was he in the spare room? It was Freddie Becker in the spare room. With the laundry <laughs> suffocated. Um... So we have Zect Reserve Pinot Meunier 2007. From back in the Faults, is it? Back in the Faults, Back yeah. in the Faults, lovely. But is there anything interesting on the back label of this one? Well, it's saying also Deutsche Sekt BA, so we also already know that it's up in the... The quality. The quality, yep. right? And then it's saying a bunch of stuff in German that I'm not sure of, but it has Pinot Meunier in big letters, so we know that that's the grape. And then it's also done in the traditional Flaschengeringsung method Hergestelt. <laughs> Probably totally destroyed that. No, perfect. There's a lot of other information. Ah, here we go. I think it's on the lease for 108 months, do you think? Nine years. Nine years. Okay, so 108 months on the lease, yeah, which means... Yeah, I think that's what it says, right? Yeah. Auf feinen Heffer. On its own fine lease. Yes. That's banana. And disgorged in 2000... <laughs> banana. It's disgorged in June 2017. So they actually write that on the back, which is really nice. So here we've got Deutsche Zeck written on the back. We've got the traditional method also written on the, on the back. I think it's also saying hand disgorged there, but we'll have to double check that. I think we're back to Chinese food for me in this one. Yeah. Oh, mate. I'm just hungry. On other cuisines. <laughs> oh, no, have a sniff. No, I'm only joking. I'm only joking. <laughs> um, so, obviously, different grape variety and a lot older as well. Right. So, we're trying something 11 years of age. Obviously, when you try this, the fruit spectrum is right. so different. I mean, and I mean, I'm not huge. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how many wines I've drank that are 100% Pinot Meunier. I haven't drank too many myself that are 100%. It's very rare. So, I think definitely, one, we're seeing the age of the wine and we're seeing the lees ageing. It's very right. dominant on the nose. We're getting a lot mm. of these yeasty, autolytic, earthier characters totally. also coming through. It's very savoury on the nose. and you, But you are still seeing some of the Pinot Meunier. You're seeing these red fruits that are sort of dancing around in the background. But for me, yeah. the lees ageing is very dominant. And totally. it, compared to the other two, which are really showing this lovely fruit, floral, very um, expressive still of their youthful elements here we're seeing a wine that's developing you know we're seeing something maybe there's a little tiny sort of medicine cabinet yeah, there is a bit, yeah. here they're farming mm -hmm. sustainably but 
Um, not certified. It's funny how I love the Friedrich Becker wines. They're really, really good. It's so funny how the initial... I think maybe there was just too much of everything else going on in my glass. Mm. Here on the palate, the shape is so much different. Totally. It's rounder. Mm -hmm. It's a lot rounder. It's totally not what I first imagined from the first smell. Also a lot more honeyed. I think as well, Mm. you know, when you smell it, you smell a lot more of these yeasty characters. And on the palate, you get that as well, but you get more of these lovely honeyed, Mm. creamy... Uh, sort of fruit coolie thing going on. It also definitely has a much longer finish than the others. I think it really sticks around. This is one of my favourite Zex. We do this by the glass at the Mickleberg, right? It's really nice. Um, also, that little, there's a little bitter note also at the end. Like, yeah. like a raw almond or something. This, like a raw like, like you know what? If you're thinking about Chinese food, little duck, duck yes. poison sauce pancakes. Fuck mm, yeah. This is the wine for that. Totally. Mmm. That's definitely something I love. Get your little half duck. What do they call that dish? Is it hoisin duck or do they call it peking duck? Peking Peking duck. Peking duck duck with pancakes. Oh, in Amsterdam on the the boat. I think also when we're pairing sparkling wines, back on what I said before of when we're trying these sparkling wines at 100% Riesling, think about it a little bit like how you would pair Riesling. Also with the wines that are made from red grapes, they still have the structure there. Of the red grape. Not in the same way because obviously we don't have the tannins, but... You know, so many times, like I pair Blonde Noir, which I, this is I a Blonde Noir, a white bread, like a sharp cheddar. Or meat. Yeah. This actually would work really well with totally. certain meat dishes. This also with terrine or. Yeah, parfait. I was thinking like rich, light meats, like mm. pork, not, not necessarily pork, but something. Yeah, pork would work. Quail, poussin. Yeah. The sort of like in between yeah. meats that aren't quite white, aren't quite yeah. red. What was your favourite out of the three wines? I mean, I think they're all pretty different, actually. But I think if I were to... Mm, I don't know. I think this is a really hard pick. Because I really like this... This particular one we're drinking right now, I think, is pretty a little more complex. Maybe it gives me a little more pause for thought. Mm. I definitely think the first one, I could easily just smash that bottle with friends sitting at the table with no food... Smashable Zect. Totally. And I think the other one would also fit into my brunch bubble category, where I think it would also work afternoon wine. Mm. So I think it's a it's a sect for every occasion. <laughs> well, we all like different types of Zect. Yeah, don't we? But I different don't know. types of Zect for different moods. But and don't you agree? Days. I, I, think, I, think I'd be, I think I'd be hard pressed to pick an actual favourite oh. because I think each of them shines in a different way. Yeah, I mean, I'll stop making jokes. PJ Coon, as we've called him. <laughs> Peter. I, I, really, yeah. I'm like, I feel guilty as soon as I know, I say you're that like, I'm too oh, English. Sorry, Mr. Coon. <laughs> I know the English thing. The English emotional response takes over after a while. Anyway, so that would be my intro to high quality Zect for totally. everybody because I, I think it would appeal to a broader audience. Absolutely. It represents quality. It's very interesting to try a wine that's also young and, and developing and at the same time. It's delicious and it smells good and I think right it's right level like, of sugar to engage yes, people. Yes, exactly. I agree. I think Oconomirat. <laughs> There you are, do it. Oconomirat, Red Pulse, Riesling. You can hear how natural that rolls off the tongue. I mean, that actually would be my sommelier wine for someone who wants to sort of tune in and try something maybe 
it's not that it's more challenging, but it's a little bit more unusual for some people's palates sure. because it's so dry. That would be for them. And also, like, if I was out and, let's say, we were having a, a big meal and just something to really freshen things up at the beginning, something with oysters, something like that. And then to finish... That's like the, the ponderer. The, Fred, the Friedrich Becker... Yeah. Pinot Meunier 07, there's something very pleasing and satisfying and, and very interesting about trying a developed uh, sparkling I also wine. think there's something like the more you drink it, the more you're curious about it. Yeah. It's like the dark, handsome man at, at the bar that's like not dancing and maybe standing by himself. You want to know a little bit more about us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and really, he just yeah. can't dance. That's the truth. <laughs> cool. Well, I, I think this wine might be able to. I mean, it's lovely. Yeah, I'd like to tango with him. That's all for today. Hopefully that's given everybody an insight into Zect. Any feedback, any tips, any uh, Zect tips? You can find us on Instagram. You can find us at juice.podcast. And if you want to find us online at our own website, that's juice.show with some tote bags on there and also a list of all of the episodes, a little bit of extra information about us and our email address in case you wanted to contact us directly. We're also on Twitter um as well so those who are on there um we're on there as juice wine podcast so just uh, seek us out cheers gwen cheers cheers to zect appeal, zect appeal. <laughs>